there is nothing worse than potential unrealized. We all have things that hold us back. What if we could find a way to get us unstuck? I'm Lachelle Weemy, and I am going to walk alongside you as you make the decision to get unstuck. Tune in as I help you realize that you are not alone, inspire hope, and offer practical solutions to help you step boldly into the life that you are meant to live. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining the next episode of the Unsug Podcast. And today I get one of my dear friends, Krista Ryan, as a guest. And you guys, she is somebody that I have gotten to know over the last couple of years. What an inspiration. And the fact is, is that Krista has really taken just her love for helping people up a whole new notch after something very remarkable happened to her a couple of years ago that she would never have wished on anybody, but has taken it as her next step into making a difference in this world. And girl, you're helping so many people in so many ways. I cannot wait for people to hear from you today. And so welcome, Krista. Thank you so much, Lachelle. Thank you for asking me to uh, be part of this. And I'm glad that we got connected in our busy schedules. And I'm just really grateful for this conversation. So thank you. Oh my gosh. And so Krista, you know, you and I first got to know one another a couple of years ago when you were going through your training to be a certified coach. And I was part of kind of your guinea pig focus group in which you were starting your coaching journey. And yeah. it really was after that, that your life kind of took a different turn in a way. But I want you to kind of tell us a little bit about where you're at professionally and you know, what are you out there doing to help people these days? Okay. It's kind of like changes with the tides. It's kind of a, a thing that's in constant motion, like most of us in our lives. But what I'm really focusing on today is I consider myself a business and mindset coach. So that's really foo-foo for a lot of people. You know, they hear the words life coach, business coach, especially mindset coach. <laughs> and it's kind of like, oh boy, you know, steer clear of that. That's, that's intimidating for me. I'm not going to let her even focus on my mind sort of thing. That's my specialty is the mindset piece. So I have been going into businesses and doing employee coaching, and it's kind of like used as a benefit for employees of an organization. And I've been doing a lot of business and mindset coaching. They kind of go hand in hand. I always tell clients it's hard to say I'm a life coach or I'm a business coach because your business and your life intersect. They intertwine. You can't really separate one from the other. If you are growing with a coach in regards to your life, you're also growing within your business and vice versa. So they kind of overlap a lot. So my main focus right now is really mindset coaching, whether it be for individuals within a business or an individual that just reaches out to me alone. And it's really someone, first of all, let me step backwards for anyone listening that does not understand what a coach is. I like to really make that clear. A lot of people are like, tell me the difference between a coach and a counselor, psychiatrist, psychologist. I do not diagnose. I believe that any of my clients that come to me, they're 100% whole, healthy, and are looking for forward progression. If I have clients that come to me and are feeling that they're really having trouble dealing with something in the past, that is where I refer them to. I have a, a really close group of people that I'm very connected with. 
and I refer them very quickly to professionals that can actually diagnose and medicate if need be. Mm -hmm. So let me make that part really clear. Forward progression or forward focus is a coach or someone that can support you in coaching if you're really focused on past issues and dealing through the depths and all the emotions and that kind of stuff. That's more of like a counselor, a psychiatrist, a psychologist. So just a little bit of clarity there. Some people really, it gets gray for some in that. So yeah, as a summary, I really just support people in whatever their goals are forward focused, whether it's in business, in life, being a better mom, being a better employee, looking for a promotion, taking something that is a piece of them from their past and figuring out how to take that and make it work for their future. Mm -hmm. So that's really what I'm focusing on right now. And before that, you and your husband running a bank. And what got you into coaching to begin with? Yeah, we still do. That's still another piece of my life. I have two lives right now. (laughs) One is human resources director at First Security Bank in Byron here. So I'm still doing that piece. Um, Still support our staff there. He is still very much so involved in owner of the bank, president. So he still supports his staff in that with that banking hat on. What we found was I wanted to spend my whole day, all of my time, just having conversations with our staff, just focusing on them. Something that we're always very transparent and very open with is we want them to be excited to come to work every single day. Granted, there's ups and downs. You're not going to be like, woohoo, every single day. But overall, we want them excited for what the day is going to bring. And if it's not within the bank walls, let's shake it up. Let's see if we can shift that mindset, kind of do a little bit different, you know, think outside the box or the norm and really unleash their wings. And if they're not happy within the bank, then we'll find somewhere where we can help them grow sort of mentality. Once we started playing around, I actually, I remember walking into his office and I thought he was just going to be like, you're insane, Krista. This is another wild idea that you have. But I remember going into him and saying, like, I love doing this with our staff. I love watching them grow. Because let's be honest, when you grow your staff, your whole business grows right along with it. Right. When you give them that power and that confidence and you can just see so many changes within. So I said, I better figure out that I actually know what I'm doing here. Because right now I'm just kind of having conversations and trying my best. But I feel like I should get formal education and certification, if you will. So he thought about it for a couple minutes and was like, yes, I support you 100%. Let's, you know, go do it, whatever. And so two years course, I got my certification September 27th, 2017 is the date that I actually got my certification of a professional coach. Awesome. So I was like, woo! <laughs> and Krista, it wasn't too long after you had started on your official journey to become a coach that your life took a pretty big change of events, I guess, happened that impacted yeah. you and your family. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Time frame wise, it was four days. So I got back on the 27th of September and on the 1st of October was the Las Vegas mass shooting at the Route 91 Harvest Festival. And that is an event that my husband and I and some of our really dear friends had actually flown out to attend. Well, my husband and myself were considering it somewhat of a little bit of a celebration for me graduating from my coaching school. And 
I had no idea that the two years prep work up until that point would have given me like a, an actual toolkit kind of in my back pocket to be using even that night going through the event. So never in my wildest dreams. I remember, and I tell this story over and over and every time I do it, it's just still, it seems like somewhat of a dream. Like it's so weird. I remember the day or the night I got back from the coaching school in Colorado. My flight was like a midnight flight and I took the shuttle back from Minneapolis to Rochester. So I got back at like 1.30 in the morning and it was a long day of travel and I was just sitting on my patio because my husband was camping with the kids. So he was gone for the night. So I was sitting on the patio and I was just like looking up at the stars. I actually had a glass of wine. So I'm like, I have, I'm just going to unwind. It's a deep dive into your everything at these kind of conventions or I don't, not convention, but whatever, the whole week course. Yeah, yeah. So I was sitting on the patio and I remember looking up the stars and thinking, how am I going to use what I just learned over the last two years? Like I had all this great information. I had all these tools on how to shift your body and your mind and how your language really affects everything and your all this different stuff. And I'm like, how in the world am I going to bring this into my life to help others? Like, what am I going to do? I have no idea. And let me say, be careful what you ask the universe for. Right. Because four days later, I found myself separated from my husband and my friends at a mass shooting where over 500 people were shot and 59 actually lost their lives. And I remember looking around and thinking, and I won't swear on your podcast, but there were a lot of swear words in my head. <laughs> I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this cannot, like, this is what I'm going to be using this for. You know, like, not just survive the night. Of course, that's what I was thinking in the moment. Right. Was I got to survive the night. But then after reflecting on it, and it probably was not even that night being like, oh, I'm going to use this and go home and coach on this. Right. It was That was more of a longer term idea but it really gave me the tools to not only survive the evening but process and yeah just a whole toolkit that I felt so grateful even for that night and I had such a huge support system from my coaching school that I was able to reach out and get so much help so much help I mean that was a big piece of my recovery my forward progression and really helping reshape my memory and my whole being from getting through that event. Yeah. I mean, just knowing you and knowing some of the other people that you were with, everybody mm -hmm. experienced that so differently. Much 100%. Like we're, yeah, yeah. Much like we're all experiencing this whole COVID-19 thing so differently, right? Yeah. And really recently. Here's one big piece. It's one experience that I just there's so many ways we can branch this into what's happening right now with COVID-19. Right. I just encourage people to be careful what they watch on TV and how it affects their brains. Mm. Because even after the Las Vegas shooting, I had to stop watching what the news was putting out there because I actually lived it. I went through it and I saw the horrific things that were there. That was part of my story, but there were 22,000 people at that event and there were over 22,000 different stories that came out of that event because there's thousands of doctors and nurses. There was, 
you know, hundreds of taxi drivers that were helping. I mean, so we're talking thousands and thousands and it can be extremely re-traumatizing watching and getting confused on the different ways that the media portrays it because you can start to second guess things or be like, I'm going to attach myself to that part of the story and re-traumatize myself over and over and over. So that's one part that I worry about with this COVID-19 too. And there's a lot of scary things out there that are happening right now, 100%, 100% agree with that. But there's also some really amazing things that are coming out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, some glorious things that give me just so much peace and just like, this is what the world is about, you know? So there's, it's, you have to really be careful on how you expose yourself and really be kind to yourself more so now than ever before. So take us through you in the mm-hmm. days following the trauma that you had in hopes mm-hmm. that you can help people who have gone through trauma themselves and you don't know where to start. So take us through those first few days. My biggest thing that I think people, if they hear any bit of this podcast and they are looking for help and what I'd want them to walk away with is do not stop asking for help if that's what you need. Because when I came home, if 100% for sure, 100% in shock, not sleeping, the, it's not great living near Mayo Clinic with the helicopters flying over your house after something like that. You know, hearing that noise was a trigger for a long time for me. Construction workers and doing roofs, that was a trigger for me for a long time. And those were also not just triggers, but like indicators that you're still not okay, Krista. You still still get more help, more help. Like never stop until those subside. So if people are still like, finding anxiety or certain things with different moments, that's just your body's way of saying, hey, it's okay. I love you. You still need to ask for some help. And I think so, that's really that's really powerful, honey, because I want to just say that right now, you just literally got done with a two-year program mm-hmm. where you were trained to handle things and teach people how to handle things. And mm-hmm. I want our listeners to hear that, that even strong, mentally prepared people still need help and it's okay. And I think that sometimes we judge ourselves if we feel like we're weak and aren't handling things the way that we think we should be handling them. And I think that's really powerful part of your story. Uh, It's the number one step, to be honest. It's the number one way to love yourself is to ask for help. And even if you think you don't need it, I promise you do. If you've gone through something like that, self-medication in regards to like drinking or drugs or any kind of food, overeating, those are things that are temporary solutions. Those will not get you where you need to be. So like my number one is put all the pride and put all of your self-doubt of what if someone finds out I'm getting therapy? What if someone finds out I'm doing this? Like scream it from the rooftops, friends. Like I asked for help because I love myself and I want to feel good. Like I want to get back. Well, I didn't want to get back to who I was before. I wanted to get better Mm. than who I was before. So I'm like, I want to live a life without anxiety. Don't stop asking for help because when I came back, I was told no by four places, by four therapists before I found someone that would take me in to hear my story. 
So I did run into a barrier because I did not work at Mayo Clinic. So some of my friends that had been with me had the resources through their work where they were either required to get some help or just that was an offer. And I didn't have that. So I had gotten some names from some of them and it was either that they were so far out in their schedule, like five, six weeks, or that they just weren't feeling they had the capacity to deal with the kind of trauma that was like a mass shooting is a little bit different than what some are prepared for. Right. But let me tell you, I remember telling my husband, I don't know what else to do. Should I just go to generals? Cause I'm literally feel like I'm losing my mind. Like I'm a walking basket case right now. So he reached out to a friend and thank God, Dr. Price, her name's Patty Price. She cleared her entire schedule and said, come in here. You've got all day with me and I'm here for you, whatever. And I went in, I poured out my heart. She was the first person I said everything that happened to from that evening. She was the first, like saying it out loud for the first time. And that was a transformational moment because once I got it out, once it wasn't in here anymore, then the healing was allowed to just continue from that moment. So I would just encourage people and that's not coaching. That's some serious therapy. That's not at all what I'm doing to people right now. I'm helping when they're beyond that kind of trauma. Yeah. But I think that your story though is so powerful because I think that sometimes when people are overachievers or driven or successful, which you are, and you go through something, you expect yourself to be able to handle it more than the regular person. And that's not the case. Like we all are human and we have to give ourselves that grace and yeah. get the help and set our pride aside and to really start to dive. And I love what you said about how you wanted to take this opportunity to not just survive it. You wanted to actually use it as a catalyst to become a better version of yourself. And that is powerful because people are going to be listening to this. And they're going to say, but I've been through this and I don't know how to get out of it. Yeah. But it's a choice. I had not just Pat, you know, Dr. Price, I had numerous resources. So I had her assistance and then I had a professional coach who was a master coach and he was also military trained. So he coached me through this. He did his own research to find me someone that was somatically trained and somatic therapist, which there are very few actually in Minnesota. And I couldn't find any in Rochester. So I had to drive up to my appointments in Minneapolis. And that was someone, he was an ex firefighter, a fire chief. And he deals with big, tough dudes that don't want to cry. And they think it's fine having gone through different traumas that they've been through. And he was able to walk me through the depths everything from that night and really get those internal traumas out because human beings internalize trauma. We're the only thing like that does that. If you, I have video after video from national geographic, cause it's so interesting of animals that go through traumatic events. So like almost get eaten by you know, like a bear or something and how they will crawl off into a corner and shake and like convulse. And that is them releasing all that trauma. And then they're able to move on with their lives. Guess what? Humans don't do that. We internalize everything because we believe that we're better than that, that we don't need the help, that we're too big, that we're higher and mightier than all of that. And then surprise, surprise, it's going to come back to us. It's some way, shape or form. We're going to go through another traumatic event. Here we are in COVID-19. If I'm going to need some help through this, 
I'm not going to be afraid to ask for it. I still have a coach I'm working with and that will be forever because that's someone that's pushing me in my life and I need him anyway. (laughs) But trauma doesn't stop until we're not living anymore. And I don't necessarily want to say trauma, but just events that are not perfect and sparkly and crystal and like life is not always supposed to be magic. You know, it's not always supposed, there's ups and downs. But if you have the toolkit and people that you can reach out to, to get the support when you're going through those darker moments, it makes the the lighter moments that much brighter. I love that. And so I want to get into the toolkit. So aside from really utilizing your resources and getting help from people that you need help from, what tools have been in your toolbox and have you added to your toolbox that you would say have been instrumental in your success? So I've got a lot of them, but I'm only going to touch on three because the easiest ones to remember and anyone that's listening can really just take a step back at different moments in their life and think about these three steps. So the first one is identify. Like you need to just take a step back and identify where you are in your life if you are choosing to be stuck somewhere. So that's a big aha for me through this whole thing was we all have the choice. We actually have a choice on how we're going to think about a situation. So an event happens that we have no control over, no matter what we think we want to, you know, have all the control over it in the world. We have no control over that. Then after the event, we have a response that will bring us to an outcome. So I like to say it's called E plus R equals O. Event happens plus your response will bring you to the outcome. If you are at an outcome in your life that is not desirable to you, you're sad, you're scared, you're worried, bounce back to your response because that's where the magic lies. So many times, and I'm guilty of this too, you skip from your outcome back to the event, right? And that's what you blame and you complain and you're mad and you're angry. So I'm going to use COVID. Here we are in a really unique situation as a world. The entire world is going through this. So COVID-19 is the event. Our response is a big question mark. How are we responding to it, right? So if our outcome right now is fear, we are in our homes and we are shaking and we have so much anxiety about walking out of that door because COVID is out there and that's scary as heck, right? So that's the outcome we're living in and fear or anxiety. Go back to your response. What can you do to change your response to give you a better outcome? One of more peace or more calming, less anxiety. So it's kind of like I write down, I have like a visual over here, E plus R equals O. And I have circle that R because that's the only piece of our life that we have control over is our response. So what would you tell somebody right now, for example, that's struggling with COVID-19 and all the fears that are going on? What kind of tools would you give them to help to change their response? It's an actual like exercise. It really is. I would say grab a piece of paper right now and write down E plus R equals O. And then write down where you are. What is the outcome that you are in right now in your life? If you are paralyzed by fear, If that is the outcome, then work yourself backwards and say, what are my responses that are paralyzing me in fear? Well, 
the event's COVID, that's not changing. Don't change that because you can't change that. That's not up to us. Believe me, if anyone could, we all would be changing <laughs> that event to not happen. That's out of our control. So really there's no reason for us to sit there and focus on it. Right. Let's focus on our response. So we're worried, we're stressed out, we're overworked, we're you know, paralyzed with fear. Go back to your response. What is causing that paralysis? Where's all that fear coming from? Well, it's coming from the media. It's coming from what people are telling me. It's coming from not having a mask. It's coming from, so find what that response is. And that's where you can start to make little shifts and changes. I'm, t- I'm not looking for ways to get you guys out of this COVID-19. That's not at all what I'm doing. I'm trying to find ways that you can help support yourselves. Yeah. So if you can eliminate some of the media exposure, number one, don't listen to what everyone's telling you all the time because they're not always right. So it's kind of like when a newborn baby is born and the mother is like trying to decide if she wants to breastfeed or not. It can be damaging on your mind if all you're hearing is how horrible of a parent you are choosing formula. So just be careful with how much stuff is thrown at you. Yeah. You know, that's just another example. And then just look for ways that you can change that response to give you a little bit different outcome. You're anxious. Maybe your response could be, okay, I'm going to meditate before work every morning before I go in. I got to get myself grounded because I know the unknowns going to be thrown at me. And my response to this COVID-19 is meditation. I'm going to control my mind as much as I can. Are there going to be ups and downs? And am I going to break wide open and ball? You bet you are. And everyone should. No one should hold tears in. No one should. That's trauma that needs to come out. I mean, if I can encourage people to cry daily, like just every morning, cleanse, 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 that will just clear up everything else in your mind. It's going to set you up for success. If, yeah. if you've got internal stuff that needs to come out, everyone needs to let that out, especially now more so than that, ever. That is so powerful. Okay. I'm sorry. I totally like brought you off track, but what was your second tool that you were yeah, going to talk about? Tool. So identification, identify if you're stuck. R is your response. So really we can, we don't need to dive into that because I already went through the E plus R equals O. So response, that's a lot of the magic. And then S is the last one. So I call it the IRS method, right? (laughs) Identify, respond, and then S is share your story. So there is so much magic and power in sharing your story because guess what you're going to find? You and I are not so much different. We are a lot more alike than we are different. And that is the same for your neighbor, for your boss, for your child, for your husband or wife, for your best friend, for the stranger on the bus next to you. Every single person has a story, every single person. And if you don't believe you have a story that's worthy enough, then your story is probably the most magical one that needs to be shared. So those are the three steps to living a healthy, mindful life and staying out of a victim mindset or a victimized life because so many of us waste so much of our time being stuck in that I'm a victim to COVID. I'm a victim to a mass shooting. I'm a victim to a cancer diagnosis. I'm a victim to a divorce. I'm a victim to a job loss. It's endless. It can go on and on and on. And instead of being a victim to a story and letting it identify us, we can say that taught me something 
And I took that story and it's part of me, but it is not me. I am not identifying through it. And just like you said before, that you can choose to say, you know what, that story made me an even better version of who I was before that happened. And therefore I am the victor, not the victim. And if you believe you can do it alone, I'm sorry to say you cannot. (laughs) Everybody needs multiple people in their lives and multiple support systems, whether it be professionals or a parent or just someone that you can take off the hat and lay out every vulnerability because that's the only place that you can move forward is once you speak the truth. 100%. And there are so many things that are making so many of us stuck every day. And I just thank you so much for sharing your story and inspiring all of us with hope that it can get better and giving us very practical tools in order for us to cope with whatever it is that we have going on and not surviving, but thriving through it. So thank you. And speaking of, you know, utilizing resources, I want you to tell our listeners how to get a hold of you in case they want to work with you or they want to follow your journey. So the easiest way to connect with me is hop on my website and then I have a contact me button on the pages there. So my website is KFG Coaching. It's not Krista Ryan Coaching. It's not any of that. It stands for Keep Freaking Going Coaching.com. So KFG Coaching.com and then reach out to me there and I'll be able to contact you right away. That's amazing, girl. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your inspiration. Bye. Thanks for asking me. Take care, Lachelle. Now, don't forget to hit subscribe so that you don't miss any of this awesomeness. And I will see you here next week as we discover ways to get ourselves unstuck and walk together in order for all of us to step boldly into the life that we are meant to live. 